I just to kick things off, obviously great win over Millwall at the weekend and forming a bit of a cup run, I think it's fair to say, in the FA Cup. I just wonder whether you hope, well, I'm sure you do hope, that that can spark a bit more consistency in the league and help you push up more towards the playoffs again. Oh, you're right, it was a very good performance at Millwall in, in a tough test. Now, it's never an easy place to go to. Um, the lads were very professional in their approach. Fantastic result. Um, more so the performance I was really pleased with and, and a clean sheet as well. So, yeah, of course, every, every game's an opportunity to keep improving. That's, that's my message to the players is we keep looking for improvement every day. And uh, Uddersfield tomorrow now gives us an opportunity to, as I say, to go and get the next three points. What sort of test do you expect Huddersfield to pose tomorrow night? I mean, they're not doing fantastically well in the league at the moment. Well, they're a team that plays with a lot of energy. The way that they press, they're very, very aggressive. The way they go after the ball, uh, man for man at times, um, particularly through that midfield area. So you've got to be able to play under pressure. You've got to be able to know that when you receive the ball, you're going to be under some pressure. As I say, they're a team that really go after you. So, um, you know, they're a good team. They've got some good strikers in there, some experience. We had a real tough game up at their place. We were on the right end of a, of a, of a 2-1 victory up at Huddersfield earlier in the season. So, um, no, no game is easy in this league. And as I say, no matter where a team is in the division or, or whatever form that they're in at that particular time, it's always going to be a tough challenge. And we've got to make sure that our mindset is right and that we approach it in the right way. It is a bit of a cliche, really, that no game is easy in the Championship. But it is true. You know, And they come thick and fast at the moment as well. What um, is the mood like in the camp at the moment, bearing in mind the win over Millwall at the weekend, but consistency has been a bit of an issue lately. Four wins in six, I think it is, but it tends to be win, then a loss, and then maybe, you know, results here and there. How are you feeling at the moment, your position in the league and moving things forward? Because there's a tough run of games coming up as well. I feel we're in a, in a position where we're, we're able to mount a challenge in the second half of this season. Um, you're right, we've we've... We've won some games, we've lost some games, but we're always looking for, for consistency. We're always looking to improve, as I touched on before. This, this game is the next opportunity, and that's all, all we're thinking about. And I wonder, just changing the topic slightly, whether you'd be willing and happy to comment on the news about Frank Lampard that's come in today. Seems to me like a, a rash decision, a bit of a harsh one, being a club legend and all. What does that, how does that make you feel about you know, your position as a football manager and the pressure that you guys all come under? Well, I think that, that news this morning about Frank is, is, is where probably football is at at the moment. He's very, very ruthless. Um, even at a club like Chelsea that turn over so many managers, I think it was a surprise to me. Uh, they, they obviously won the game yesterday and uh, just hugely disappointed for him. He had a very good year at Derby. Built a really good young team. Did the same at Chelsea last year. Brought a lot of the youngsters through from, from their academy. And um, obviously this year they've, they've been allowed to spend some money out of the transfer embargo. And, and it's going to take a bit of time, isn't it, for these young, you know, these young players. It, I, I don't think people realise it. It's not just getting used to a new playing style, but you know, coming over from Germany, for example, Timo Werner, and, and getting used to a new country, a new city to live in. It's going to take time. And uh, he's built a really good team there. And uh, it's just a shame... You know, he's not been given the opportunity to, as I say, to carry it on because I thought he was doing a good job. I understand the results of late have not been maybe what the board would, would, would like there, but certainly he's a very, very good young manager who, who clearly wants to learn and wants to improve. And, and no, it's a sad day, I think, as you say. One of the, whenever you see a young English coach lose his job, it's always a, it's always a sad time. And I asked Casey about this as well, but it'd be good to get your thoughts. I mean, obviously, with the pandemic, 
supposedly the R number now is down below one and things might be starting to go in the right direction, but cases are all still pretty bad. What's your thoughts on whether there might be fans backing grounds before the end of the season? There seems to have been some talk lately that it's probably possibly more likely than not that we could have an entire season without fans in the ground. Well, I certainly hope so. I certainly hope we can get supporters back in the ground. Every time we run out into an empty stadium, it just it's not the same. I've said this many times, but um, it's difficult to see at the moment. I've got to be honest, schools are still closed. It's a, it's a, it's a terrible time when people are going through it. It's as simple as that. Really, really tough. Nearly approaching a year now. Uh, everybody's lives have changed forever. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed we can get supporters back back in soon and get some get some happiness into into their lives, as I say, because football is a, is a huge part of people's lives what do you make of the uh, the, the win of the weekend that's got to be one of the best performances of the season hasn't it Dean yeah I was really pleased Greg I think as I said after the game there was a couple of passages first half with some real great football which led to a chance for famine and, and the one for the penalty as well but certainly second half we, we stepped right onto the game and yeah some of the some of the attacking intent in the game some of the, the cutting edge that we've shown it's important to, to try to get some end product to your play which we did and um you know, you make that amount of changes. You want the guys to come in and grab their opportunity, and you know, fair play to them. They, they played with a lot of confidence, and it's never a tough place. To, uh, sorry, never an easy place to go, is it, Millwall? So overall, you know, three 0 victory with a clean sheet was, uh, as I say, was pleasing. Yeah, great stuff. And Huddersfield Town up next. What do you make of the Terriers? And when you won up there, do you think do you reflect on that game and feel that that maybe was a big result for yourself there, Dean? Because I think the team wasn't on the best of runs then, and and when I look back at the, on this season, I think that will be a pivotal win. Yeah, I think um, if you, certainly that last 20 minutes, the way that we finished the game, we then went to Cardiff, didn't we, three days later and won and, and backed it up with the, I think it was the Derby one after after that with, with all the COVID stuff we went through. So, no, it was an important win. I think we changed the system, didn't we, we in that second half. Really went after the game and the, the, the subs came on and, and really finished the game strong and... There's one great moment from that game when when Pato scores late. Every every player on the pitch was was together celebrating. It was, yeah, something that we use a lot with uh, with the players. And um, no, they're a tough they're a tough team to play against. I've said before, irrespective of a team's position or the form that they're in, I think you know the way that they play, the energy they they play with. Sometimes they go man for man against you in midfield on the way they press the ball. So you know you're going to have to maybe take the ball under pressure at times, knowing that there's you know there's players when they lose the ball, they really go high on that turnover and try and win the ball quickly. So real high energy aggressive team and uh, as I say it'd be a tough game for us but we, you know we're looking for improvement again we're looking always to improve as good as we were on Saturday there's still loads of areas for improvement so that's the challenge now is the next three points available and as I say we go into it with uh, with some confidence and, and, and the belief's good at the moment in, in the group and uh, team news for tomorrow obviously uh, Joe Williams not, not going to be involved but he's playing for the under 23s is that is that right um, tomorrow Yes, he is. Yeah, it's unfortunately it's an evening kickoff. We tried we tried to get it in the afternoon, but we weren't we weren't able to to get an early kickoff. So we could have gone across and watched him over in Swansea. But no, it's in a real good moment for Joe. He's uh, he's obviously had a very very tough time since he came to the football club with his injuries, and um, he just loves playing football. I'm so excited to see him back playing again. And um, obviously, he was my first signing, weren't he? So um, it's important that we we stay a little bit calm with him. It's his first 45 minutes in in a, in a long time. Uh, but certainly it's a huge boost for him particularly uh, to get some match action and I'm sure he'll, he'll wake up tomorrow morning he'll be he'll be literally just buzzing for the game to come round he, he loves playing football he's got a brilliant brilliant attitude 
Great stuff. Yeah, great news. And I take it none of the other guys are um, that close. Or is anyone possibly coming back this week? Pato or Stephen Sessonion or Nathan Baker? Pato and, and Sess trained again today. Got through the session good, which was uh, which was pleasing. Um, yeah, and you know they'll, they'll, they'll get some more sessions under the leg, under the, into the legs this week, and, and we'll see where they're at. Obviously, Sess has been out longer, quite a bit longer than Pato. So, you know, probably look to maybe get him a game next week. There's a game next Tuesday against Watford under 23. So, again, we'll, we'll have a little look at that. Um, sort of half penciled that one in. So, no, it's, 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 it's pleasing you know, to see these guys coming back now. And uh, as I say, just because the back training doesn't mean that, you know, they're ready to come back into the squad just yet. But certainly it's a step in the right direction. Liam Walsh, is he far away? Yeah, it's it's difficult to put a timescale on Walsh's injury. We've, we've obviously spoke a lot throughout the season. It's such a difficult injury. Uh, that, he's, that he's had, and um, you know he's had some a lot, well, a lot of frustration. In fairness, throughout the last few five, few months, and um, no, he's uh, he's not with the training group just yet. Just on one of the guys that played at the weekend, um, you gave a debut to Aura Edwards. Um, he's he's a pretty exciting young talent, isn't he? And yeah, what have you made of him in training? <laughs> he's a live wire. He's. Um... He came up to me on the pitch after the game and said, just want to thank you for, your, for the opportunity. And he's such a humble lad. So much time for him and his family. He's, um, obviously, his brother, Hope, he's featured for us as well. And um, he's just, he wants to learn. He wants to improve. Brilliant attitude. Just loves, just a, a young kid that loves playing football. Um, he's got some pace. He's got, he's very direct. You could see, even in the last minute when we got the corner and we were 3 0 up and there's, a few of the players wanting to keep it in the corner and he, he was having none of that, was he? He was going on his little mazy run. And, and um, no, he just, made, he just makes you smile when you watch him play football. He's, he's obviously got lots to learn um, to add to his game, but he's, he's, he's got the raw ingredients certainly at the moment. And uh, as I say, he just loves coming in and, and, and playing football. So, so much time for him. Yeah, great little dummy from him, wasn't it? In the middle of the pitch there. Yeah. Um, do you, Will you definitely keep him in or might you consider loaning, loaning him out again? Can he be loaned out again? Because I think you might have said that you can go to three clubs this season. Is that, is that right? Yeah, it's my understanding. Yeah, they've, they've changed the rules this year to, you know, through COVID and whatever else. So, yeah, you can, you can have that third club option. So, uh, it's something that we're keeping and keeping an eye on for, for all of our youngsters. Um, as I say, we, what are we just a week or so with a window to go? Uh, we're having conversations every day really around you know, where we see these guys. And um, as I say, we'll make them decisions in this next week or so. And obviously, I think the club's announced that um, Robbie Cundy has come back and gone on to Gillingham. Uh, and George Nurse has come back in. That, that, that's right. Does that, does that um, sort of solve the left-back problem? Well, not, not necessarily problem, but that, that gives you more options, doesn't it? At left-back and maybe helps you out in that position. Yeah, just, just briefly on Robbie. I mean, he's had a, he's had a good loan at, at Cambridge at that level and, and yeah, I spoke to Steve Evans over the weekend and shown some interest in him and uh, Brian Tinian spoke to him as well and yeah it's, it's, uh, it's a step up for Robbie up to League One so that'll be a, a good move for him we're looking forward to seeing how, how he gets on with that and uh, yeah on to Nursey Nursey's injured at the moment Gregor so you know he's not going to be in the squad but um, as you say with Pringy's injuries unfortunate injury you know we've got Rowie there who's, who's doing fantastic for us playing every minute really of every game and uh, with the amount of games we've got coming up on the horizon we have to make sure we've got you know Places, uh, sorry, players who can fill a few positions. So, so yes, yeah, so Nursey comes back with us once he recovers from his injury. We'll, we'll have a little look at him. What's his What's his injury? It's not a bad one. He's not. No, no, no. Him to be no, it's not, no, it's not. It's not going to be. Well, we. 
I've, I've made that mistake before, and <laughs> uh, but certainly on the face of it, it doesn't look like it's um, like it's going to be too long. And just a week to go on the transfer window. Any any updates you can provide fans at the moment, or is it pretty quiet at the moment? It's interesting you say pretty quiet. It's not. It's definitely not quiet. Um, there's, there's conversations ongoing. There's, there's lots of phone calls. There's lots of uh, conversations between me and Mark and the board and, and, and players and, and things like that. There's certainly nothing, you know, due to happen anytime soon. But as I say, certainly we're, uh, you know, we're doing our due diligence and making sure that we're in a position where we can where we can act if we need to. Any bids on the table that you know of, Dean, in or out? No. Okay, fair one. Good luck for Tuesday night then, Dean and. Uh... Yeah, keep the good form going. Thanks, Gregor. Cheers.